When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. Friday, April 17th edition of the show. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And we got uh, several things to discuss today. Nothing too crazy. Chris, uh, you you went straight from my house back home to, to do a show. Yep. <laughs> we are still social distancing, just so everybody knows. Uh, but I've got a leak in my shower, and Chris uh, obviously handles everything that has to do with flooring and all that kind of mess. So he had one of his guys come out, check everything out. He's going to give me a quote, and uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully all this stuff will be fixed, and I'll have to, uh, I, I could get to finally take a shower in my shower, as opposed to running upstairs whenever I need to take one. So that's uh, that's the plan anyway. So good stuff. Obviously, if you live in the Memphis area, hit our boy up, Chris at WinningCuresEverything dot com. <laughs> they uh, they do good stuff. <laughs> um, all right, so so lots to talk about today. Nothing, you know. Nothing major, really. Um, oh, hey, before we even get started with that, first off, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Make sure you are subscribed on whatever platform suits you, uh, whether it be the podcast or watching the show. Obviously, we're on Twitch and Periscope. That's at GaryWCE on those. But we're also on YouTube. We're also on Facebook. Both of those, uh, Winning Cures Everything, just do a search for that, and you will be able to find it. And on the podcast, Winning Cures Everything is there. If uh, if you haven't noticed already, we have a nice new uh, uh, cover photo for the podcast. So go check it out. We've got a new logo that we're uh, we're slowly implementing into everything. Uh, I think it's going to be good. I, if you've been watching the show on video, you already see it. So uh, we're we're kind of rebranding, stretching things out a little bit. It's going to be fun. So with that said, next Thursday. We will be doing a live stream of the NFL Draft with our buddies from the Westlot Pirates podcast. They are a Northwestern Big Ten podcast, uh, and they are incredibly intelligent and know a lot about this stuff. And we did it last year. It was a uh, resounding success. It was fantastic. So uh, we're looking forward to doing that again. We will probably start around 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time. So make sure that you tune in for that. Make sure that you've got that uh, going on. While you're watching the draft, you can also tune in with us and listen to our comments on what has already happened up to that point and everything that will happen after that. This uh, this stream will probably go about two hours. So it'll be, uh, 
it'll be a lot of fun. We're, we're going to go from about 8 p.m. through the rest of the draft, uh, at least the first round. I don't think we're, we're not doing it on Friday, right? Friday or Saturday? To my knowledge, no. No, I think, I think that might be a little bit too much. But, uh, but first round, always worth talking about. Always a lot of fun. Make sure that you, uh, you jump in on that. Get in your chat stuff. Get everything ready. It's going to be bananas. It's going to be a good time. So now that that is out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into the topics of the day. First topic, Michael Jordan's documentary is coming out. And it is it is it a Michael Jordan documentary or is it yes. a documentary of the Bulls? Nope. Okay, so this is Michael Jordan, and it is called The Last Dance. It is Sunday night. They're doing a clean version on ESPN2. They're doing a version with all the naughty words and whatnot, not bleeped out, over on ESPN. I cannot wait. Jordan has already come out and said he thinks that people are going to hate him after seeing this documentary. They think, they're think they going to think he's an awful person. I look at things a little bit differently. I look at it as, you're a winner. We don't really care what type of person you are. Everybody is still going to love you. I don't think you, it's going to you change. You don't care. You don't care. A lot of people do. How many people jumped off the Tiger Woods train when he was screwing around his wife and all that stuff came out? Yeah, but it, do you now think this is going to show? But it took him a decade to come back. You think this is going to show anything like that? Like, it, you know, cheating on your wife and stuff is one thing. Uh, How's it any different? It's his personal. It's the way he, if he's an asshole, people will judge him for that. Maybe so. I just, I don't think it's going to be nearly no, we the live type in a of. world where everybody's soft, man. People, <laughs> people are thin-skinned, and they want, here's the problem, Gary. We want to be pissed off about things, and True. right now the only thing we have to be pissed off about is politics, so this gives them something to be pissed off about. Yeah, but I feel like the majority of people already know these stories. They already know that he punched Steve Kerr in the mouth. They already know that he was a jerk to I, his teammates. I, like, I disagree that the majority of people know these things. Maybe maybe the majority I think of like you way overestimate the fact of what people know about Jordan. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe so, maybe so. Matt jumped in. He said, "Sup." He said, "Uh, hit X to lie, uh, Cartman to Kyle." So, <laughs> I I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I just I feel maybe I'm maybe I'm completely wrong. I just I feel like people already know that Jordan is a jerk, and and I don't think they're going to judge him any more harshly for this. Uh, now, I could be completely wrong. And I just don't think people know him at all. Maybe at not. All. That's a, yeah, Matt said it's a South Parker. Hey, yeah, I know. I know the South Park. I know. I know who Cartman is. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm, I am looking really forward to this, though. Uh, I, with no live sports, anything like that, this is something to really look forward to. I think the ratings are going to be massive. Uh, are, are you looking forward to this at all? Um, I'm looking forward to it just because we grew up in an era idolizing Jordan and, and loving him the way we did. But I don't, I don't think, um, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm interested in it. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. That is what I'm How talking about. How many part series is this? It's not just a one night thing. No, right? it's like, it's like 10 parts. Uh, Matt yes, said it's, it's better than, are they going to release one a day or is it every Sunday for a week? They're doing two on Sunday. And it may be for a week. I think they're releasing like two every weekend or something. I, I think that's what it, I, I don't know for certain. I'll try and find that. But uh, but yeah, that's that's their plan right now is um, they're releasing two of them, like the first part and the second part on Sunday night, and then they go from there. So um, I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I think the, the ratings are going to be insane. Matt said it's better than replaying old games or simulations of games. Oh, yeah, no, documentaries, yeah. well-done documentaries are great. ESPN has been known for doing great documentaries. They do them well. Um, it's going to be it's going to be good. I yeah. think it's going to be really good. I uh, I think so as well. Uh, all of their 30 for 30 stuff has been fantastic. So, you know, I do think... Well, but even when they did, like, the OJ doc, that was awesome, too. I mean, they, they're really good at this. It's uh, it's every Sunday. Okay, so, so every Sunday they're going to release either an episode or two episodes. They're doing two episodes every oh, that's every That's going to be annoying. Yep, two episodes. So episode one and episode two. We live in a two. world where everybody's stuck at home and we binge everything. And now it is, you know, do, drop an episode a day. If they dropped an episode a day every day for 10 days straight, it'd be awesome. They're, uh, let's see, here, here's how they're doing it. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, they do episode one, and <clears> 10 <throat> is episode two. The next week, they do episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four. Uh, the new ones are always going to come out at 9 p.m. Eastern on Sundays, uh, but they are going to play four episodes. Um, Matt jumps in. He said, gets people talking about sports. People are tired of politics, like Chris said. Look at the new shows that come out like Tiger King. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Tiger King, though, you could binge it really quick and, and be done with it in less than a week. You know, and then it just and then you got to spend like three months of your life hating yourself, <laughs> that's, hoping that's true, wanting to wanting to self mutilate and kick your own ass. You uh, you've got that right. You've got that right. <laughs> uh, let's move off of that. Let's move into something that's a little bit of a a bigger topic here. The NCAA is waiving admission standards for incoming freshmen. The standardized but don't they have to. I think so. I think this was just like a, a formality because they're like Mississippi isn't requiring standardized testing because they, they, they let out before they got to do the tests. So I would say nobody has taken a lot of people take them as juniors and they take them multiple times as a senior, but the entire spring semester, nobody took where, where the bulk of them get taken ACTs and SATs. Nobody took them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you do it at the end of the, well, for the most part, at the end of your senior year. Yes. So most people take them in the spring semester of their senior year, and if nobody took it, then you can't require it. They uh they are they've still got some requirements. Obviously, uh, student what it what the story says from Mark Schlebaugh. Students who expect to graduate from high school in time to enroll in a D1 school this coming academic year will be academically eligible by earning a combined 2.3 grade point average in the 10 NCAA-approved core courses, with a combined 7 in English, math, and science prior to the start of their senior year. There's a 2.2 GPA requirement in 10 NCAA-approved core courses for D2 schools. Uh, The same GPA requirements will apply to international students and they must complete at least 10 core courses prior to the start of their senior year. So, yeah, I mean, it's the same stuff is there. There's just no SAT or ACT. This is for athletes. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Honestly, like, it's, it's, this is for athletes. It is also for uh, admission standards across the board are being lowered, and, some places like Stanford that typically have a really high one, they're not going to require it at all. Like they, right. they understand that the financial problem is going to be major. Uh, if you were wanting to go to a big time school, you are going to be admitted this year if you want to go there. We um, never really covered the like varsity blues thing. 
and and these people paying really all this crazy money to get their kids into schools. I I find this very strange. I think most of that stuff was going on in private schools because state schools will take anybody. Yeah. Even and even most private schools will take anybody. You might come in under academic probation, but I was a dumb dumb, and I got into a private school and I got no student aid. I will I got no help. I will say this: take a check. They'll take a check from anybody. Well, they they will, but there is a limit on the number of kids that they will allow on campus, right? So at the University of Alabama, they are not admitting or they are not admitting uh, as many kids as they could. Like they don't at Alabama, they don't have a single kid that has made less than a twenty nine on the ACT. Now that is going to change this coming season, but it's been like that for the last you know three years at Alabama. Uh, not in the a last, single kid. Not a single kid. Now, so obviously, it's different athletes. than football. It's. It, I'm. I'm just talking about the regular student body. Obviously, okay. athletes are different. Athletes get in basically wherever they want to, dependent upon what the I school wants. I was just wants. about to say. Yeah. I can but name I'm, some kids from Alabama that yeah. I will bet my life they do not have a twenty. A twenty nine. Yes, I guarantee that. Yes. Um. So yes, the requirements are lower for athletes. They want to get kids in because. Sports are the front porch of the university. But the regular student body, if you're just coming in as an academic student, uh, those requirements at, at bigger places have, some of them, it's gone up. Some of them, it's gone down. It just depends on how many people are trying to get into the university. Since Nick Saban came to Alabama, their admissions have more than doubled, and they are able to kind of pick and choose who they want. Uh, so long as you've got a really good football program, I mean, LSU is about the same way. You know, it's it's. Nah, he, he might get in at LSU. I just, I just don't, I don't maybe. know. If I agree with that. I think right now, tomorrow, if I wanted to go to college at Alabama, I get in. I don't know. I don't know. Yep. It depends. I it, might it, not get student aid, but I bet they give me a class. Every one of their classes aren't booked up. Yeah, like they, they're not at max capacity for every class they teach, and they're not turning down money. They're not taking somebody's tuition check and saying, "Sorry, we don't want that." Uh, They're going to find a way to let everybody in who wants to come in because they want that damn money. Let's see. Uh, Matt said, in the Cal State system, the state government said, let as many in as you can. Then after a few years, many students could not make the grades to stay in, and the schools hurt because of it. So, yeah, I think it, I think it's different per state. Well, yeah, that um, happened to me. I went yeah. to a private school. I got let in, and they took my money. And then after one year, they were like, all right, we tried. You came in under academic probation. Time to go home. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That it makes happens. Sense. And so, uh, for those that are just joining, because I, I just saw a slew of people coming in, uh, we are we are running a little early today. I have to go get my daughter. So, basically, every two weeks, we're going to be doing this earlier than 430 uh, on Friday. <laughs> just, uh, just the way it's going to be for a little bit. And, uh, honestly, sometimes it may change anyway. I think next week we're going to have a guest on uh, from the Westlight Pirates, and we, we may go earlier for that as well. So, Keep that on the docket. Kind of make sure your notifications are turned on if you're wanting to jump in on the show. Otherwise, you can always grab the podcast afterwards. Uh, but yeah, the NCAA waiving those admission standards, I think it was, it's just a formality. Yeah, it was because, predictable. Yeah, because it, there was no way that they were going to require that when a lot of these kids aren't able to take the stupid test anyway. So right. you just uh, you just got to roll with it for a season. We'll see what it looks like next year. Um but these are unprecedented times, so we just got to gotta roll with it, I suppose. Uh, next topic up, 
Banner Society and SB Nation, their college basketball, college football coverage has been furloughed from May 1st through August the 1st. Now, we're not going to talk a ton about this, but, you know, it really, it it sucks. But you, you could have seen this coming a mile away. And this isn't the only company that's going to be doing this. Vox Media owns SB Nation. And where most of SB Nation's money comes from is from their podcast. You can get a ton of people to visit a website. But if you don't have really good contracts with different companies, uh, you're not exactly making a bunch off of website clicks. It, it nope. just doesn't work like that. Unless you're Peter King and you got millions of people reading your stuff every day, right? So uh, you need something more than just that. You need podcasts. And with podcasts, the way that you make money is through advertising. Well, in a situation like this, with an economic freefall, the first thing that a lot of companies do is they cut some of the fat, which they think that advertising is the fat. The truth is, you've got a lot of people out there looking for content right now. Uh, now, it may not just be podcasts. But the advertising is fat because there are only certain businesses are making money and working right now. And so those true. people don't have to advertise because they're the only game in town. Amazon's not advertising with anybody. Why? That's true. Because they're the only game in town. Kroger down the street's not advertising because we know they're open and nobody else is. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing is the people who are advertising, who would normally advertise on podcasts, are not because they're not essential businesses. Or or they're cutting back on how much they're actually spending with these companies. Yeah. So that's uh, so. that that's the way it goes. But, yeah, Banner Society, uh, one of my favorite college football uh, content creation teams with Spencer Hall and, you know, Every Day Should Be Saturday, that bunch, uh, Jason Kirk, you know, and, and the PAPN guys, uh, Richard, um, oh, God, I forget, Richard Richard Smith, is that it? I forget. Either way, Richard and Alex that do PAPN while, uh, while Godfrey's out on uh, paternity leave, um, you know, those guys not going to be doing anything for the entire summer. Uh, right now, you know, they're, they've all kind of offered to go on other shows and whatnot just in the meantime while they're, while they're not doing anything. More than likely, we'll, uh, we'll probably get Jason Kirk on. We'll get some of the other guys on with us uh, just to keep them busy, just to keep them doing something. That's my plan anyway. So we'll, uh, we'll see. I've already reached out to Jason. Hopefully, he'll, uh, he'll hop bound with us at some point, and uh, we'll have some nice college football conversations while he is not working for uh, Vox Media. Uh, an interesting part about this, though, uh, Vox was going to just cut the staff. They were just going to completely cut the staff, and Vox Media, uh, the the workers, formed a union last season during football season. And they formed a union to have a seat at the table. This is what they said, uh, especially during rainy days. Well, right now it's pouring. Together we will able to avert layoffs, save jobs, enhance severance, and more for our members. Uh, they said, while we appreciate Vox Media talking to us in good faith, we don't agree with the company's decision to furlough employees, especially after hundreds of us told the company we were willing to take water pay cuts to save all jobs. So, we fought for strong protections. We want a guarantee of no layoffs, no additional furloughs, and no additional pay cuts through July 31st, along with enhanced severance for any layoffs that occur in August through December. The company also agreed to reduce the number of furloughs. Our wins for the furloughed employees include full cost of health insurance paid for with copays and deductibles reimbursed during the furlough, buyout option that adds four weeks of severance to our CBA guaranteed severance, and a guarantee that they will not be replaced by contractors. 
Uh, none of this would have been possible without the solidarity of our 350-plus members. We are mobilized and we are united. We urge Vox Media to work with us in the future should the need arise to prevent layoffs and further furloughs. Um, Matt jumped in on YouTube. He said, worst time to stop advertising is when things dip. Everyone spends money when times are good. You have to stay on top of it even in the bad times. I agree 100%. But that doesn't mean the companies don't cut that advertising. Is what it is. Chris, you uh, you got any thoughts on the topic? Oh, no, I just disagree. I mean, I, I just don't. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's right. That's a. I don't. I think that you can cut advertising some, like a lot of these businesses can. I mean, obviously restaurants are closed down. Like, they, why would they advertise? I mean, there's no point to. You start advertising back when you when you do whatever. But these online businesses and whatnot, uh, Manscaped and whatever else that that you hear on every podcast. Uh, but safe a lot space. of those places are still advertising. Yeah, a lot of them are, but a lot of them have cut uh, a good portion of their advertising. So that's that's where it becomes a problem is, okay, well, you're still... But they cut their advertising because they see a dip in people buying. And, I mean, it could be because there's 20... What is it, 22 million people in the country right now that are unemployed? Is that yeah. what it is? I mean, it's you're going to yeah. see a dip. That's the way it I goes. Mean, congratulations, you've built a brand with people that have no money to buy your product. Awesome. Yeah, that's good job. It's kind of a problem. Kind of a problem. Yeah, I that's, get it. We we want to make sure our demographic is uh is strong uh, for advertisers. That's a big thing. Um, you know, hopefully we've got a very well educated, uh, you know, financially uh, conscious demographic. I'm hoping that's what we've got. If not, yeah, you can be broke and dumb and listen to us. That's fine. Yeah, you can listen to us too. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, but I am hopeful that you guys are taking care of yourselves. That's what I want. That's what I want. So, I want everybody. I want the whole world to listen, but we'll see. Either way, let's go ahead and jump into our last topic of the day. We're going to talk a little NFL draft. Uh, the question is, where do we want the quarterbacks in the NFL draft to land? Now, this is what would be the most fun for us, what we want to have happen. Now, we're going to go through what, top five? Yeah. All right, so we're, we're doing top five. I think we've got the same top four, and we've got a different one for the fifth one, each of us. But we're going through and listing where we would like for them to go. Now, this has nothing to do with the draft. It's not where we think. This is not a mock draft. This is where we would like for them to play. That's the point. I have one that is a possibility, and some would actually say a probability outside of that. That's None of the rest of the matter. I've got the same thing. I've got the same thing. Um, you know, that it's a it's a combination, right? Because there's the the completely never going to happen type stuff that we can talk about. Uh, a lot of mine is you know the the possible, still kind of unlikely. Either way, we'll get into it. Go go ahead and give me your uh, your number one. I'm, I'm guessing you've got Burrow, right? So I got Burrow. Yep. And I didn't do the boring thing to say go to Carolina because Joe Brady's there. I think that's predictable. I, I think that's boring. <laughs> and I also think that Teddy Bridgewater is good. <laughs> I try to put these in places where I think these places need a quarterback and and the quarterback could greatly change. So I picked a franchise that I grew up loving. Okay. It's a place that's near and dear to my heart, super close to them. I love them to death. I think the Chicago Bears are a quarterback away from being a great football team. Uh, and I yeah. think Mitchell Trubisky is that bad. And I think Foles isn't going to be that much better. And if a guy like Burrow 
went into Chicago, he could be king of the Midwest. Yeah, okay, okay. I could I could see that. That that makes a whole lot of sense. I went Panthers because of Brady. I I think Burrow could be better than Teddy Bridgewater. I think what oh, yeah. what I'm so hoping uh, and and what I think the guys at the uh, the Panthers are hoping is that Teddy Bridgewater is uh, a close version of what Burrow was last year. Now, if he reaches anything close to that, uh, I mean, they'll be Super Bowl contenders. I mean, it's just ridiculous, right? But I, I don't know that he is. I know what I saw Burrow do last year, and I know what he can do with Joe Brady. I would love to see it in the NFL and just see if it translates. I believe yeah. it will, but I would like to see it. So I, I don't know what Burrow would be like under a different coach. Obviously, his first year at LSU, no, he didn't have the same prep time, all that. Um, his first year at LSU was nothing like his second year. Uh, what he did at Ohio State was nothing compared to what he did at LSU. Uh, he didn't have as, as many chances. Now, I think he will be given the reins at Cincinnati, but do I trust that coaching staff to be able to take advantage of, of what all he's able to do? No, but I know what he can do with Joe Brady. I My would love to see him with Cincinnati as the head coach. Yeah. And not that I'm a naggy guy, not that I'm a firm believer of the Bears head coach or front office for that matter. I think that team is really good. I think that team's really good. Yeah, I can understand it. I can understand it. Uh, who have you got number two? So I got Tua, and this is the one where he actually has a chance to really go there, is the Chargers. I, I put down the – go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just I just think that team is, is pretty talented from top to bottom. The downside of this is they got a bad offensive line. The other downside – here's why he would fit perfectly for me is – this is a team like Washington where every year they just fall apart with injuries. The one place they've never had hurt is the quarterback. And I just figured, Hey, let's get a quarterback. We can get hurt. Yeah. We, we all, all other 22 starters end up going down throughout the season. 21 starters. It's time for that guy to go down too. Yeah. So, but if he can stay healthy, they got, they got weapons, man. Oh Keenan yeah. Now I think Mike Williams is a beast. Now, I've had people tell me that I way over-exaggerate the greatness of Mike Williams. I think that guy is an absolute star and, uh, and, and, and an unbelievable talent. So, you know. It's, uh, what's, uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, the Hunter other Henry is the, the, the tight end. No, no, no. The, the other wide receiver. The kid Keenan that played Allen? Cal. Keenan Allen. Yeah. He's a stud as well. Uh, no, I said Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's great. Yeah. But, I, but Williams is younger. Williams is just substantially healthier than him usually yeah. and just far more athletic than Keenan Allen's ever going to be. I Agreed. mean, he's just a, uh, they, I mean, they he's both, like a Mike Evans like type guy. They both got great hands. They just both got fantastic hands athlete, and and yes, you're right. Hunter Henry, I mean, they got weapons all over the field. Uh you know, yeah. they they got great running backs. They got they do need to work on the offensive line. They got like a um, 22-year-old calling plays. I don't know. I don't know what that guy is. Yeah, but who knows. That that worries me a little bit. They got a head coach that could be a moron, could be okay. I, don't I mean, really he, he did he did win twelve games. You know, not this that past year, but the year before. Loaded, man. God, that I know. team was loaded. But, but that team was loaded. But they're still loaded, and that's the thing. Like, I think they could still be really, really well, good. Their, their defense. Hang on now. Hang on now. They were loaded with what I believe to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. And true. They don't have that right now. That's true. That's true. But if Tua comes in and, and plays up to his potential, uh, doesn't get hurt, all that kind of mess. You know they could they could keep on rolling, so we'll see. 
we'll see what happens with it. Uh, number two for me, Tua, I, I had the Chargers as well for all the same reasons that you were talking about. Uh, I did have the Steelers as as the other option, if only because I know Big Ben will eventually be gone. There's very little competition uh, other than Ben in that locker room, uh, in, the, in that quarterback room. And the Steelers have weapons all over the field. I mean, they're, they're just loaded at receiver and, and all the skill positions. So, I would love to see him there. I mean, it's not going to happen. But uh, but I would love to see him there, if only because of my biases, right? Uh, let me go on and do my number three here. Justin Herbert. I want to see Justin Herbert go to the Patriots. That'd he wasn't... Boring. He Wait, what? That'd be extremely boring. It... Yes, but I I think that him going to the Patriots would be would be fun to be able to see him develop because I think that he would develop well under that coaching staff. I don't think Herbert is going to be good really anywhere that he go. He would have to go to Kansas City or somewhere like that where where you see quarterbacks being developed regularly with with coaches that can develop these guys. Herbert, he's got all the size, all the measurables, all that kind of stuff. If you actually watch his game film, he has not been very good. I think him going to the Patriots, uh, I don't think that he would play right away, but you let him sit behind Hoyer, learn the offense and whatnot, by the middle of the year, I mean, you got a stud in there that's that's got every, I mean, he's the same size as Brady, he's, you know, all that. I think Herbert to the Pats would be the best fit, and for me, the most fun, because I think it'd be good for the kid. I have him go somewhere and let him sit on the bench. That's fun. That's exciting. <laughs> That's what we want. We want to do this because we think it's fun. Yeah, go sit on the pine. Okay, okay. <laughs> Nothing creative at all. Uh, I think Justin Herbert would be really fun and really good in a place like Buffalo because that is a team that all the leaders are on defense, and so you don't have to come in and control the locker room, and they've got just enough weapons for a guy like Josh Allen to look good at sometimes, but he just can't help but to Josh Allen it up and 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 be a moron. I think Herbert would be unbelievable there. I think Herbert is the definition of stability. Okay. The reason a lot of these teams are gonna like him, and it has nothing to do with his size or his measurables. He is stable. All right. Okay. He's not gonna throw he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Okay, he's crazy smart. He's going to learn your playbook. He's going to learn your system. He's going to work within your system. I think he can make all the throws. Is he 100% on every throw? No. But the athletes that he's going to play under in the NFL are pretty damn good. Okay, That's true. These guys have bad quarterbacks throw to them all the time, and they make plays. Justin Herbert's far above average. He's, He's light years above what I think of Josh Allen. And I think if he was go to the Buffalo Bills, they would be a contender right now for the Super Bowl. Okay. I you know what? I could buy that. I could really buy that. Um who uh you want to go on with your number four? My number four, Jordan Love. Jordan Love is the YOLO of this draft, I believe. I think this is the kid that you only live once. Let's take him. And if he works out, he's gonna be great. If he doesn't, guess what? I think you'll know in a year. Yeah. Are we drafting another quarterback next year? 
that's fine. I I actually like that. Me and you've had this conversation before. I'm not afraid of high risk, high reward guys because I believe that is far more valuable than Andy Dalton, where you draft him and you know that he's never going to be bad enough for you to fire him, to move on from him, but he's never going to be good enough to win anything. So I don't want that guy. I want the guy that can either shoot the moon or go kneel. I need you to either be terrible or be great. That's it. And I think, I think just, that's what love will be. I think love is that. I think the perfect team for him are the Titans. Throw <laughs> throw Tannehill to the curb. I'm not sold on that guy. Tannehill is the definition of what I'm talking about. He is going to ride the middle of this thing all day long. So he's going to do just enough to not lose his job, but never anything great enough to get you over the hump to be elite. Yeah, okay. I don't want okay. that. I don't want anything to do with that. Tennessee does not seem like the team that wants to be a middle-of-the-pack team. Let's get a YOLO quarterback in here, and let's find out, are we great or are we not? That's an interesting uh, – that's a that's a great spot to try that out with. I, I like that. That's the perfect team to do it with. I, I mean, if, if you're going from, from that uh, – I mean, if you're the Cowboys, maybe you let Dak walk and you take Jordan Love at that point. You know, that, that would be a good spot too. Yeah. But I, I just, I'm tired of, we have a lot of good quarterbacks in the NFL. We don't yeah. have many great ones. And I think that is boring. Yeah. I, you, you may have a very good point there. Everybody is sitting in the middle of this lukewarm pool. I, I put, I put Jordan Love with the Dolphins for the same thing that you were talking about. I, the Dolphins, I think, are still building. But if you have a superstar quarterback that can fling that thing around, like the Dolphins do have some weapons. Like they they have they built it from the ground back up. They've got some guys there. They started playing well at the end of last season. Now a lot of that had to do with what whether or not the other team cared, I guess. But you know, I think they've got a good coaching staff. I their offensive line, not great right now, but Jordan Love is incredibly mobile, you know. You got a guy in there that can make plays happen. If you just let him go in there and and fling that thing around, uh, I think he could be really good. I mean, you, you could see the Dolphins fighting for a playoff position if he's good. Like they don't have to have a great offensive line for a guy like that. So I I thought the Dolphins would be a good fit for him, and I mean they could take him back at eighteen or twenty six or whatever it is because I don't I I think he's going to be there. So you know that's, that's why I kind of like the Titans is I wonder. How married are they to Tannehill? And is this and they a paid him a lot of money in for? I know that. I know that. So. I don't. I don't necessarily like it. I mean, they're they're the hometown team. I don't think Tannehill was all that good. I mean, imagine. <laughs> just think of that. I mean, he 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 threw for less than a hundred yards in two playoff games that they won. Yeah, but threw for less than a hundred yards in each game, and got a hundred and thirty something million dollar contract. That is unbelievable. I want a guy, that guy will never win you a Super Bowl. Yeah. This guy might not either, but guess what? I'm going to know in five minutes if he don't. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to know real quick. One year, we're going to waste the season. Sorry, he ain't no good. Next year, we'll just get another one. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Take this guy the curb. I'll, uh, I'll give you my number five, and then uh, I'll okay. let you close us out. Uh, my number five is Jacob Eason. Now, there's nothing really fun about Jacob Easton. This is why uh, he is not my number five. But. He is Andy Dalton. It, 
Well, it, it, God, I bet he hopes he's as good as Andy Dalton. Right? Well, I, I shouldn't say that. Andy Dalton made playoff games with some really shitty Bengal teams, all right? Yeah, so I, I'm telling you, I, I think the Patriots would be Super Bowl contenders with Andy Dalton. I really do. Man, that offense is bad, man. That offense is bad. I know, but I, I still think the I think the Red Rockets still got some uh, some zing in that thing, man. They're not I, a, it's not a quarterback problem for them. No, it's it's more than that. But also, they need to fix that offense. I I still think that they can. I think that uh, they can. Bill's but, not going to do that. He's not going to go out there and spend money on offensive players. No, no, he's not. But I mean, you never know. Give give Andy Dalton to uh, Nikhil Harry and you know a, a healthy Nikhil Harry and you know, yeah, AJ Michelle Green and Nikhil Harry ain't that. Yeah, but he. he at least made it to the playoffs with uh with AJ Green. So well, we don't do know. that. Uh, yeah, you got a you got a valid point. So uh Jacob Eason for me, I think the most fun situation for him, uh, maybe not for him, but at least for us as observers, uh, would be going to Atlanta. I thought the same thing. When you said you were doing Eason, I was like, bring you back to Georgia. That's bring what I want. I want to see because he, he left Georgia and it you know, yes, he lost his starting job. I get that. I, I think he probably could have won it back. He lost the starting job to injury, and, and then I left. think Kirby had moved on from him, and he was just like, all right, I'm just out. Yeah, I'm just out. I'll, I'll go back home to Washington. But if if the Falcons were to draft him as the heir apparent to uh, to Matt Ryan, that would be a lot of fun. Now, I know oh, Matt Ryan's God. still got some years left on him and whatnot. He'd be the but, same as Matt Ryan. They're both incredibly boring. Oh, incredibly boring. Just oh, insanely gosh. boring players. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I do think it'd be a lot of fun to see Georgia, fan, uh, Georgia fans that are conflicted. Now, I might think the same thing with Justin Fields uh, next year, right? Like, I'd love to see the Falcons take Fields because I want to see Georgia fans that are also Falcons fans have to pull for the guy that left their school. Like, yeah. I just think it'd be fun. Uh, yeah. Who who have you got for number and five? And then took that team to the next level, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's... They had true. one of the best seasons in history of college football, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. That would be fun. While uh, while Jake Fromm uh, couldn't get him back to the playoff. Uh, <laughs> so my number five guy is a guy that we all agree is fun. I got Jalen Hurts, baby. 100%. Yeah. And this is the Patriots quarterback if you want it to be fun. Yeah. Josh McDaniels is the one guy in the NFL that said, I can, I can do something with Tebow. I could take that talent. And Jalen's a hell of a lot better thrower of the football than Tim Tebow was. Oh, yes. Hell of a lot better thrower. So this is Tebow, like, 7.0, all right? Yeah, I agree. If anybody can keep Jalen as a quarterback and teach him an to build an NFL offense around Jalen, I want to see Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick. And I actually think Bill wants this, by the way. I've said this. I don't know anything about the man. I think he wants to find a mobile quarterback that he can build an offense with because it would give him the ability to do something he's never been able to do. Now, with that being said, I am a firm believer that if you cannot throw the football in the NFL, Bill won't touch you. Your other attributes are irrelevant if you can't do the one thing you have to do. Can he do that? I don't know. I, I'll tell you this. Bill ain't afraid to waste a draft pick and try to see it, if no. he can or not. He's wasted he on a way worse. About these draft picks. Nobody sets draft picks on fire like Bill Belichick. That's Nobody. true. Nobody. 
That is true. That is that is capital that other people cherish with their life, and Bill literally uses them for toilet paper. Yeah, pretty much. Just does not care. Uh, I I do think that that would be a fantastic fit. Uh, I will say this: Jalen Hurts, it, his his last year at Alabama, where he was backing up Tua, he was spinning that thing a lot better, a lot better. I, I think Dan Enos, as a quarterback coach, he now he didn't work out as an offensive coordinator at Miami, but as a quarterbacks coach, he's pretty good, man. <laughs> Uh, he, Jalen learned a lot there. And then he went to, you know, the other quarterback guru, Lincoln Riley. I think he's gotten better. Like the, he, the, he ain't the, the best the in the world. The that I worry about, this is a fun exercise to do. You, you gotta, he's gotta learn to read defenses. And in college, you don't have, you just don't have to. Oh, he definitely did. The athletic the ability of the players that he had at Alabama against the defenses that he played and multiply that by a hundred going to Oklahoma you just don't have to read defenses at yeah. all. In the NFL, you 100% oh, well, got to. And especially for Bill. I mean, oh, yes. Yeah, Man. I mean, he'll, he'll, he, you just, you can't, can't do you it. can't think you can't do it. No, you're, you're 100% right. Uh, we did have, um, let's see, Matt jumped in on, on YouTube, said there's only 32 people in the world who can be a pro starting quarterback. How many can be good and how many can be great? Even the number 32 quarterback is better than 99% of the world. True. Yeah, that is true. But and, but you're still 32, in the you're still DFL in where we're ranking you. Yeah. My issue is not that I, I would rather have the guy that's 32 because that guy's easy to take out and put a bullet in. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like I can I can fire him tomorrow and draft the next kid all day long, but when you're sitting at 14th every year, it's really hard to say, do we move on from this guy? and take a chance that that next guy could be in the 30s. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I'm, I I would just have to have a relationship with my owner to let him know, we don't want to live in the middle. We don't want – we never want to draft in the in the teens, okay? We want to draft in the top 10 or the bottom 10 of this thing every year. Every year. And if we're drafting in the teens, we need to rebuild – we blow this thing up. Yeah. Like, I just go take a chance boring. on some guys. You can't ever win a Super Bowl from there. You just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, Dark Sage 9117 jumped in on Twitch. Uh, he wanted to ask about uh, about the Masters. He said, the one event I'm worried about this year is the Masters. I understand they moved it to November, uh, but you're dealing with 84 years of tradition and history. How do you possibly preserve that um, when the event is not in April? I'm wondering if they may asterisk this Masters in the history books. Sorry, but in my opinion, a November Masters is not the same thing as an April Masters. He said, uh, kind of like the Indianapolis 500. And August Indy 500 is not the same as what they do in May. No matter how much you try and sell me on it, it's not the same thing. Uh, so we'll close with uh, with an idea on that. Um, I think, like it's. I don't think there's going to be an asterisk. I think you just got to do it when you can. We all have to be flexible. Yeah, you just got to do it when you can. Do you want your sports back? We all have to be flexible. And and do you just not want a Masters because that like <laughs> they're not going to be okay with that? They need the money. So yeah. the golfers want to play it. They want the purse. And and the people who put it on the PGA, everybody that puts it on wants it because they want that that CBS money. I mean, yeah, they, yeah I mean, period. Like it, it's going to find a way to to happen. It's like we don't want football without fans. I can't make springtime we'll wait on on this. I just can't. I can't put the put the timeout button on springtime. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So is right. it going to be different? Sure. It's going to be one year where it's different. It'll be all right. You'll have it back regular next year. It's okay, and it'll That's make right. you appreciate it a little more next year. Maybe. I mean, maybe you'll like it. 
Maybe yeah. opening up to new things. Who knows? Who knows? Matt closes out. Uh, closes out. He said they should take the worst quarterback in the league and have him run drills next to an average person for scale. Uh, maybe next to like an average college quarterback for scale. I guess. Well, hey, what did that prove? That you're better than me? Okay. Okay, that doesn't prove. All nothing. right. Nobody cares. It, everybody's better than me. I mean, my guy. Yes. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get what you're saying, Huey. I don't. I like, okay. Yes, these Andy Dalton is really, really good at playing football. It, he's light years away from being able to win a championship because yeah. he's just not that next level good. Yeah, I think I think there's a chasm right. between him and greatness. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why the Bengals are, are drafting a quarterback. Period. Uh, if he was if he was the best thing that they had, they wouldn't be looking for a quarterback, right? No, he's, but they should have drafted a quarterback ten years ago. I don't know about 10. At, Four at years five. into his career, you knew what he was. That is true. That is true. That is true. All right. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you are subscribed on all the different platforms, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, etc. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. Leave a nice review. We always appreciate that. You guys have been fantastic this week. We appreciate everybody that jumped in on the comments and whatnot. Uh, it is always a lot of fun having you guys in with us. We, uh, we definitely appreciate that. Uh, next Thursday night. During the NFL draft, doing a live stream, all of our typical platforms, make sure that you are tuned in 8 p.m. Central Time or roundabout. Uh, us and the Westlot Pirates guys are going to be discussing what is happening in the draft, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you got your chat ready. Bring your best takes. We are looking forward to it. Chris, is there anything else we need to hit today? No, that's it. That is it. Uh, oh, Cole Anthony uh, dra- uh, announced for the NBA draft. That was... Uh, to be expected, of course. I I think he was waiting to be nice to the school, but you know, whatever. Um, he's going to be a top five pick, is what it is. So, good winning cures everything. Subscribe, etc. We will see you all next time. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.